as J.A. Dunley would say, and we're live. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bear from Internet. Uh, you guys know the things. We're going to do the Intel Brief today. It is the 16th of August, 2023. Uh, we're going to talk about World War III, the big short, and the Lahaina cover-up. Um, as always, you know the drill. Listen, if you're one of those 40% of people who watches the show but is just lurking in shadows, that's weird. Stop doing that. Come out of the darkness and into the light, bro. Subscribe. Ring the little bell icon. If you're not new here, you know what to do. Share the show with somebody you love. Leave a comment for the YouTube al- algorithmic robots. And as always, the show is brought to you by refugemedical.com, for whom I am not a shill. I am the founder and CEO of. And most of y'all don't know this, but um, I spend more time on Refuge Medical than I do on Baron Dependent. And I am spending more time on Caleb House than I am on Refuge Medical. So uh, I'm not saying praise. Yeah, I'm not saying you're an afterthought. I'm just saying when it comes to like priority of care, you know, these morning briefs are it's a thing I do. It's not the only thing I do. Speaking of Refuge Medical, the uh, chief operating officer of Refuge Medical uh, burst into the office this morning with some really interesting news. And I was wondering if he might be so kind as to join us and explain Maybe how Refuge is just slightly different than any other medical company out there. So, yeah, just just come on over. All right. So, um, yesterday I was telling uh, Bear here. So, we were in the office yesterday. We're hanging out, having a good time. And um, a vehicle pulls into the parking lot really quickly, aggressively, to the point where actually Phelps was standing there. One of the kids, like one of the workers' kids was there. He actually moved the kid to the back. He's like, I had this weird feeling. Um, and this guy walks in. Um, he's very confused, like very obviously distraught, very disheveled, long hair, not put together. Um, and he's asking about medication. And Phelps goes to explain. He says, hey, you know, we don't do that here. That's not the type of medical facility we are. We're a medical kidding company. And he, he insists further. And I interrupt Phelps because the spirit was just telling me rebuke in the name of Yeshua. Like I just felt there was a presence there that wasn't of the most high, that wasn't supposed to be there. And so I cut Phelps off. I said, hey, we don't do that here. We do first aid kits for law enforcement, for civilians, for firefighters. But more importantly, we talk about Yeshua. Do you know who Yeshua is? And he gets really weird. Like he's like, oh, Yeshua. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, whoa, why'd you say yah there? And he goes, yah, yah, yeah, yah, 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 and starts like babbling and twitching and trembling and shaking. And so I immediately, I'm like, okay, this is a demon. It's 100% a demon. You can see it. Like they have to confess the name. They're absolutely uncomfortable. They're trembling per the word. And so I immediately just make him call out the power of yah. I said, and Yahweh, Yahweh is Lord. Yahweh is Elohim, right? And he's like, yeah, like didn't want to say it. Uh, and I was like, and Yeshua, Yeshua is to be praised, right? And he was like, Yeshua is to pray, be praised. Yeshua, pray, praise Yeshua. And he said it and everything fell silent for like four seconds. And this demon just leaves. He just is like, whom just walks away. Um, and so... At our medical first aid kit company, it's also a ministry uh, where we rebuke demons who come in there and try to like do weird stuff <laughs> and be weird. But I thought that was just an awesome story. It was a great story. <laughs> it's freaking awesome. Thanks for sharing, brother. Heck yeah, dude. Um, so that's what you support. When you support Refuge Medical, we're anti-demon. <laughs> we're with Alex 
Alex Jones. Tired of these freaking demons. Oh, goodness. All right. And so with that awesome intro to the show, <laughs> Laura said, interesting side hustle, boys. <laughs> Turns out, Laura, jokes on you. That's our primary hustle. <laughs> yeah, the kits are just an afterthought. All right. Um, so refugemedical.com. This show is brought to you by that. Praise y'all. Fair Independent Brief, 16 August 23. Last week, two military helicopters from Belarus flew low over Poland's village called Bialwiza, which is close to the border. Poland considered this to be a provocation and has just decided to deploy thousands of troops to its borders shared with Belarus. We need an anti-demon shirt now. Tommy, I'll get right on that. Well, since we're on... So I'm not saying that this is a done deal, but I am saying that uh, there's a thing in the works. Um, this is potentially the new refuge medical mascot. I don't know if you can see him. Is it is a TQ wearing a helmet and knots? So that that is Turn E Kit right there. That's that's his new name. That's Turney right there. Um, so. Long Road Farms. Here's some coffee money. Thank you. I will brew up another another cup of moose run on you. Thank you, Long Road Farms. And camera won't focus. It's the same camera that Matt Goza sent me five or six years ago, so I can't say I'm surprised. Um, this, fe this feels like it's turning into a coffee time with Bear much more than a brief, but that's okay. And the camera is 100% fuzzy now. Zoom. Focus. Oh, I did it. I made it work. No, it's not the lighting. The, the lighting's awesome. They can't see the jazz quartet in the corner. Um, <laughs> upright bass is the shit. But I digress. Along the eastern... <laughs> what's that? <laughs> Along the eastern border of Poland lies what is called the Suwalki Gap, a border that connects Lithuania, Latvia, and Estonia to the European Union and NATO. The Suwalki Gap is a potential flashpoint for NATO-Russia confrontation. It's also one of the seven gaps in what used to be the former USSR border that Putin is trying to re-secure. Let's see. In addition to these thousands of troops that will now be deployed by Poland, the gap already has troops from the United States, Canada, and Germany. So, you know, good stuff's going to happen there, clearly, because Belarus is flying helicopters into the Sawalki Gap-ish area where uh, obviously there's Polish troops, but also U.S., Canadian, and uh, German troops. I almost said Germanian troops. That's not a word. Sean Michelle Hamilton, excellent pre-show testimony. Thank you very much. Thank you. Praise you uh, Like we're So we're a little different um, and in the best way possible, if you ask me. Uh, there's, it's not a coincidence that refuge is called refuge. Uh, read the Psalms. Yeah. Yahuwah is our refuge and our strength. The Lord is our refuge and our strength. So refuge medical. Uh, what has Russia been up to? Most recently, it has unleashed a barrage of missiles across the entire country of Ukraine. No biggie. Uh, just hours after a security conference was held outside of Moscow. 
at that security conference, a pre-recorded statement from Vladimir Putin accused the West of exacerbating the conflict with donations, military advisors, and mercenaries. Um, all true. And he said, quote, everything is being done to ignite the conflict even more to draw other states into it, end quote. Also true, in my estimation. Something cool. Thank you, something cool. This latest strike also happened one day after missile and drone strikes hit Odessa. The strikes are killing and injuring civilians and damaging infrastructure. Now, quick shout out to the Patreon channels of both Viking Preparedness and the Mountain Gorilla blog, John Mosby, who have done some really good, they always do really good content, but they've done some really good content lately regarding the buildup to World War III hot war, kinetic war. Arguably, we're in World War III right now. It just hasn't gone wide-scale kinetic yet. But um, discussing what exactly that could look like and why, and why in the Sahel, Northwest Africa, Niger. Um, so really good commentary on that situation from both Viking Preparedness and the Mountain Gorilla blog on Patreon. So I would encourage you, if you're not already uh, subscribed to them on Patreon, I would go do that because it's excellent information. Now, tensions also continue to escalate further in East Asia. Kim Jong-un has ordered North Korea to produce drastically more weapons as the United States and South Korea are set to begin drilling together. Nothing to see here. No, they probably don't work. But do you really want to take that chance? Because if like one in a hundred work, it's, we still got a problem. Uh, apparently, there's an urgent need to boost production at, quote, an exponential rate, end quote. Meanwhile, Beijing is criticizing the visit of William Lai, the frontrunner for Taiwan's presidential elections next January. During his visit, he told supporters that, quote, if Taiwan is safe, the world is safe. If the Taiwan Strait is peaceful, then the world is peaceful. No matter how great the threat of authoritarian is to Taiwan, we absolutely will not be scared nor cower. We will uphold the values of democracy and freedom, end quote. Well, William, those are really interesting words. Those of us who are a study of uh, studied in American history understand that democracy does not equal freedom. But I digress. Becky Hoffman, I am from Mississippi, and you will never know what it meant for me, what it meant to me for your organization to help my state. Wow. Thank you, Becky. So you will never know how awesome it was to be hosted by the good people in and around Rolling Fork, Mississippi and Leland, Mississippi. The people of Leland were awesome at the the mayor of Leland, the police chief of Leland, the people on the uh, the town board, uh, the local librarian. Awesome, awesome, awesome people. They made sure we had literally everything we needed and and everything we wanted. We wanted for nothing while we were in Rolling Fork. I mean, it, it was incredible to see. So, Becky, I really appreciate the hospitality of the state of Mississippi. I even had the opportunity to have a conversation standing in the rubble of one young man's house with the Secretary of State for Mississippi. And... Um, is really cool. And what's super cool 
that a lot of people don't realize is Grindstone Ministries, which is our 501c3 that does that, the only way it gets funded is by y'all. It's the only way we're able to do what we do is because of y'all. And it is super humbling that you guys believe in what we do enough and that you recognize the fruits of what we do, that you would take your hard-earned money and put it into our war chest so we can go out there and be a blessing to other people. So thank you, Becky. Uh, you guys and girls are freaking awesome. And it truly is better to give than to receive. Like, it is really good for my soul to go on deployment and help people who have lost everything. Um, it's a great mental reset as well. Because what do you have to complain about? when you're standing in somebody's front yard and the only thing that's left is a slap. And yet somehow, literally, miraculously, no one died in that house. Yep. Next to you. Yep. And you were complaining about your iPhone not being fast enough on the way there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Oh. Oh. Back to William Lai in uh, Taiwan. I almost said Tennessee. I don't think he's in Tennessee. <laughs> That'd be weird. It, it could be. But if China tries to get him in Tennessee, like. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Lai has specifically said that he is, quote, a practical worker for Taiwan independence, end quote which should he succeed in becoming president will be a serious thorn in Beijing's side. Taiwan has warned that Beijing will probably conduct military drills near Taiwan this week, specifically to intimidate voters. China, oh, by the way, if I sound very nasally, that's because praise Yah, my face got filled with dust while doing dirt work yesterday. So yeah, uh, to every one of y'all that supports Caleb house, we, we appreciate you. China itself is running into some trouble economically, as discussed on Monday morning's brief. President Biden, asterisk, recently called the country's economic situation, quote, a ticking time bomb, end quote. Now, we can't be picky choosy about whether or not we believe what Biden has to say. <laughs> like, you're, you're either a lying piece of shit or you're not. But, and then some people say, well, broke clocks right twice a day. Yeah, I guess there is some nuance there. Uh, President Biden called the country's economic situation a ticking time bomb because of its slowing growth and high unemployment rate. Youth unemployment in the country is particularly bad. In fact, it reached a record high of 21.3% in June of this year. Nothing to see here. He also uttered a vague warning that, quote, when, when bad folks have problems, they do bad things, end quote. Stephanie S., bless you. I'm from Mississippi, and along with Becky, sir, I thank you for helping the people of my state. Well, bless you, sister. Thank you so much. Again, it was an honor to be able to be there and do what we do. And if you've ever, like, to Bob's point, like, we're bitching about the fact that there's no service on our iPhones driving into a disaster zone to then go be witnessed to by somebody who lost everything when we're the ones who are, air quote, there to help. Yeah. Very powerful. And one of our brothers 
when we first got to uh, the National Guard Armory in Leland, Mississippi, they had everything laid out for us. I mean, food, hot food and showers and cots and privacy and just every diesel and everything we needed. It was there for us. And one of my brothers jokingly said, as we were walking by probably a 40 foot long line of food goes, what? No zebra cakes. And we all had a chuckle. No shit. The next day, a truck from little Debbie showed up with 26 pallets, 26 pallets of zebra cakes. Oh my, it was almost like the father being like, Hey, thou shalt not tempt the Lord, your God, right? You, you want to bitch about zebra cakes? Here's 26. It, it's like when the Israelites are in the wilderness and there's like, but there's no meat. And he's like, okay, check this out. You're going to eat meat for a month until it comes out of your nostrils. <laughs> I did the math on zebra cakes. We had at our actual rate of consumption on site, we had a 13.7 year inventory of zebra cakes. <laughs> so. Yeah. NWA Prepper. God is good and has a sense of humor too. Amen, brother. What's up, NWA Prepper? Um, did you guys see this? Uh, apparently Snopes debunked it, which I guess means it's true. But the the person who asked Alexa when World War III would start, and its response was November 23rd, 2023. I buy it. I, I it checks <laughs> out if you're just if you're asking me that timeline tracks. Yep. Like super duper tracks if you're asking me. Yeah, she did. She was would Yep. Was there a conflict in Africa that spread over to Asia? It it wasn't Southeast Asia. But again, it's in the US with invasion on both coasts. Oh, dude, no, that's like the worst case. That's what everybody So, okay, so if, I talked about this on Monday, if somebody tried to invade the United States of America, okay, so 80% of the world's population lives within 50 miles of the coast. That's just, just a rule, right? So most of the population lives within 50 miles of the coast. Really? Yeah. If you look at a map of the United States, where are almost all of our major cities? On or near the coastlines, right? Because that's where commerce is at. So if, let's just say the Chinese invaded both coasts. So, yeah, Dallas and Chicago. Yep. Well, there is a, yeah. So um, here's the thing. Key terrain. Uh, key, exhibit A, the Rocky Mountains. Exhibit B, Appalachia. Right. So like, okay, if the Mongol hordes land in Bethesda, Maryland and start heading west until when, when they hit Western Virginia, West Virginia, you know, the rural parts of Maryland, like that, this is a wet dream for those dudes. They're like, hell yeah. The Mongols like made the fentanyl, but they're going to get yeah, we're gonna weaponize that Chinese fentanyl. There's somewhere there's rednecks in Appalachia dipping nine millimeter. Same way they did in Gwon with Bigfoot. Yeah, gosh. So and people people will bring up 
you know, but there's 400,000 military age males that have come across our southern border. Yeah, and I'm I'm not discounting that. But I've done the math. People talk about, well, we need to protect the grid, right? Well, I know a thing or two about the grid. I used to be in power construction. If you take every single, every single person in uniform in the DOD and every single state and local law enforcement agency, all of their personnel and the Department of Homeland Security, and you take all those people, it's over 2 million people, and you assign them a sector on just the transmission lines, not the distribution lines, not the lines that run through your neighborhood, just the transmission lines, that each person's sector is 1.2 linear miles. So one person is responsible to patrol this one mile right here. So just, and I, I give you that just for context. Okay, so 400,000 dudes came across the southern border. Could they, are they, um, linking up and forming groups of uh, indigenous bad actors, right? Operating below, you know, as uh, Mike Shelby from Forward Observer calls this, gray zone activity, operating below the threshold of a hot war? Yeah, for sure. Could they do that? For sure. Is it going to take 400,000 dudes to, say, attack the grid and take it down? No. Four of us can go attack the grid and take it down. It's that fragile, which is why I tell you guys and girls, you need a plan for if, when it goes away. But if the idea is we're going to take this 400,000 strong army that's already inside the United States and we're going to start a war with them, might they get the upper hand on us? Sure. But even the Texas state militia, just those guys could take them. Right. And I, I was loosely affiliated with TSM over a decade ago. The TSM can take them. And so TSM if it comes. Yes, TSM is a standing army. And it is like slept on, but they all the way have technical mounted vehicles. Yeah. And people do not realize how Texas that thing is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, it's what, a quarter million people? So um, somehow, somehow we landed into this. We got over here in this rabbit hole. Uh, Alexa, that's what it was. Alexa in World War Three. Now, um, regarding World War Three, there's a couple of things I want to... Uh, I want to look at one is and i found this really interesting this article is from uh, cnn business yes i know the communist news network but cnn business as of uh six hours ago michael burry of big short fame this is the guy that shorted wall street yep. the last time they made a movie out of him michael burry of big short fame just bet 1.6 billion dollars on a stock market crash. Dateline New York. Michael Burry, the big short investor who became famous for correctly predicting the epic collapse of the housing market in 2008, has bet more than $1.6 billion on a Wall Street crash. Burry is making his bearish bets against the S&P 500 and NASDAQ 100, according to the Securities and Exchange Commission, uh, filed a release on Monday. Burry's fund, Scion Asset Management, bought $866 million in put options. That's the right to sell an asset at a particular price against the fund that tracks the S&P 500 
and $739 million in put options against a fund that tracks the NASDAQ 100. Burry is using more than 90% of his portfolio to bet on a market downturn. Just throwing this out there. So, I... Yeah, he's good at this. He's a computer. Yeah. So um, I'm just throwing this out there. You know we don't operate out of fear here. But that to me is an indicator. Yeah, so um, he's betting against the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ 100. He didn't. He bought put options against those indexes. Yeah, he's betting against the entire stock market. So to which I would say... Today's a great day if there's some gaps in your preparedness and you've been thinking, I should get a insert thing here. It might be, uh, you know, between China and Taiwan and Russia and Belarus and Poland and Michael Burry betting $1.6 billion, 90% of his portfolio on a market crash. Today might be a good day to like, you know, eh, acquire some shit, you know, if you're into that, some food some water purification, some medical stuff, maybe some ammunition. If if you already have, if you're working on your 11th AR-15, I'm no, you don't need to get a, your 12th one today. But your food, water, shelter, you know, get your vehicle tuned up, you know. What's that? Oh yeah, 100 you should already be. This all assumes that you're already right with the father. If you're not already right with the father, disregard. Turn this video off right now. Get on your knees and pray. <laughs> Hard stop. Uh, let's see. In the okay, Burry appears to have been wavering between bullish and bearish on the stock picks this year. In January, he tweeted a cryptic message to his 1.4 million followers. Sell, he wrote. But by the end of March, he backtracked. I was wrong to say sell, he wrote. The S&P 500 and NASDAQ 100 have both notched big gains so far this year. They're up nearly 16% and 38% respectively. In the mid-2000s, Burry was famous for placing a wager against the housing market and profited handsomely from the subprime lending crisis and the collapse of numerous major financial entities in, 20, in 2008. The event was chronicled by Michael Lewis in his bestseller, blah, blah, blah. Burry's fund is also getting out of its shares in a number of regional banks. It sold 150,000 shares of First Republic Bank, as well as holdings in Huntington Bank, PacWest, and Western Alliance. It's unclear whether these sales took place before or after J.P. Morgan Chase took over First Republic Bank. Burry also reversed course on Chinese stocks, selling his shares of JD.com and Alibaba in the second quarter of the year. Really? Let's see. There are some names that Burry and his team at Scion are betting on. 6% of the company's stock portfolio is long, <clears throat> and in the second quarter of the year, he increased his exposure to the travel and healthcare industry. Imagine that. Purchase <laughs> <laughs> Purchasing shares of Expedia Group, MGM Resorts, CVS, and Cigna. Burry also purchased $4.7 million worth of shares of CNN's parent company, Warner Brothers, Discovery, and $3.3 million in online secondhand retailer, the real real uh so i just found that super interesting that the big short guy put 90 percent of his portfolio against the stock market that's probably an indicator another super chat adrian bless you thank you so much um the last thing i want to talk about 
today is just this is all secondhand rumors. although there are some articles confirming this shenaniganry. Lahaina, Lahaina, however the hell you pronounce it, Lahaina, I don't know, um, Maui, Lahaina, yeah, so it it's Hawaiian, so there's six letters in the word and it has four syllables, anyway, the police chief in Lahaina now is the same guy Remember the mass shooting in Vegas in 2017? Like 537 people were injured or killed, and they said it was one old dude with a bunch of ARs shooting out of a window, even though there's also reports that there were remote fired crew-served weapons. And I know somebody who was at that concert when that happened, and that person knows what belt-fed weapons sound like. <laughs> And he said, hey, T, guess what? They were belt-fed weapons with overlapping fields of fire sweeping through the crowd like this. Huh, okay. That same guy who was the incident commander for the cleanup. And he did a great job. He got that whole thing exposed. He did a phenomenal job. We know exactly what happened there. Yep. Uh, that same guy, documented, that same guy who was the incident commander for that mass shooting in Vegas is the police chief in La Jaina. How interesting. How curious. And um, there's uh, lots and lots and lots of people, locals there, who are trying to get out on social media that they know the fires were intentionally set because they saw people setting the fires. Direct energy weapons or not, I have no idea. Disregarding that, you know, that U.S. Geological Survey base in Antarctica, which is the whistleblower, that dude was totally like, um, we don't read frequencies with that device. We induce frequencies with that device. It's a weapon. That whistleblower, that guy, you know, I know, a little tinfoily this morning. Yeah. Yeah. combat bet, vet as it was in the days of noah the nephilim are back and they're putting old babylon back together well brother thank you for the super chat they're trying but remember two of you shall put ten thousand to flight and there's this book that i like to read you may have heard of it uh, it's called the bible and in this book there's a whole bunch of stories uh that i would submit are real um where people of faith God's chosen people are really damn good at slaying giants. Like we're, we're really good at them. And so just as a, a, a little cursory overview, um, how did David kill Goliath? I bet a bunch of you are going, he, with a sling. No, no. He knocked him down with a rock from a sling. And then David, the shepherd boy, 
took Goliath's sword and cut his effing head off and then held it up for all the other Philistines to see, going, who else wants some? And they turned and ran. My six-year-old knows that story. And it's incredible to hear a six-year-old tell it. She goes, and then he got his head off, and then he held it up, and everybody else just ran away. <laughs> I'm like, yep, 100%. So I'm not afraid. Am I concerned? Yeah, are we going to see giants? Maybe. It's entirely possible. I'm more concerned with how's the tire pressure in your truck today? Yeah. <laughs> like, do you have a spare tire? Do you have a first aid kit? Um, you know, how's your physical training going? Are you right with the father? Because uh, when it comes to like biblical stuff, you know, it'll be like in the end of days, it'll be like unto the day of Noah. I agree with that. It's Matthew 24. It's also found in the gospel of Luke, Luke 21, I believe it is. And it came out of the mouth of Messiah. So I believe it. Cool. What are we going to do when that happens? We're going to do Yah stuff. Oh, look, a giant front sight press. And, and so people have said, uh, they've done studies on this, that rock that David hit Goliath in the forehead with had the equivalent foot pounds of 45 ACP. Tracking. Cool. <laughs> right. Good to go. Clifton Craddock, know thy weapon. David knew his weapon. Praise Yah. Amen. Uh, also, back to the Lahaina thing, the state of Hawaii is now saying um, that they are going to essentially appropriate uh, all of the land in that area, which very interestingly, that area was filled with indigenous peoples who refused to sell their land to a developer. Now, there's also a guy, you may have heard of him, his name's Warren Buffett. Did you know that Warren Buffett, less than a week before the fires in La Haina, bought, what was it, 15 million shares of three different national developers, one of which is D.R. Horton. And then we had this fire in La Haina, and the police chief is the guy who oversaw the incidents command for this mass shooting, which was never fully addressed where 537 people were injured or killed. Notice how that statistic never comes up when we're talking about mass shootings because they don't want anybody don't to want be looking at that. that they don't want anybody to talk about that one, right? So that guy, the police chief, is there. We have eyewitness testimony because in the mouths of two or three, let a thing be established. Multiple eyewitness testimony of people intentionally setting the fires. The guy who's in charge of the response is the guy who's in charge of the response in Vegas. And it just so happens that Warren Buffett a week before this happened, and then now, what, a week afterwards that the state decides that they are going to, uh, the state is going to take control of that land so that it can be, air quote, redeveloped, that Warren Buffett bought 15 million shares in D.R. Horton, among others. Very, uh, I'm not saying, because here's the thing, I'm not saying this is, because you can take any three facts, string them together and come up with some bullshit extrapolation, right? Garbage in, garbage out. I just find it really interesting that these key players are involved in what's happening in this little village of Lahaina, Maui. It's, it's odd. It's super weird. Um, like all the Holly weirdos that live on that island, mm -hmm. Oprah Winfrey's and 
because this has been a fine of like 2,000 acres right next to where the fire was. Yep. And the fire literally did not cross under her property line. It skirted her property line. How interesting. I just, I, I don't know how that's possible. <clears throat> mm -hmm. I mean, maybe Oprah prayed beforehand. Doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> Just from the I think she's into witchcraft. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's the, the brief for today. I appreciate y'all uh, bird walking with me and Bob and KL um, and the analyst uh, all over <laughs> as the analyst giggles in the corner and Monica. Monica hates being on camera though. So Monica doesn't actually exist. She's just, you don't like the mood lighting? What about the jazz band? Do you like the jazz band? Between the jazz band and mood lighting, I'm on my way to sleep. So okay. You can have one or the other. Maybe. So do some burpees. It'll it'll wake you up. Okay. Anyway, that's the brief for today. One thousand seven hundred and seventy-seven people watching. That's awesome. If you're one of those people that jumps off when it's time to discuss the value exchange, uh, you you know what to do. Beat feet, skedaddle, get out of here. Have a blessed day. Shalom. For everybody else, we're going to talk about the value exchange. Links are in the description uh, down below, as always. Wow. Can't tell you how many times I have said wow in the last few minutes. Thanks, living life. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> the, so one of my badass administrators got me this bottle of Blanton's Black right here. Wow. The first time I had a sip of Blanton's, I put one ice cube in a glass, poured a splash in there, and I sat down on my couch, and I got a sip, and I said, wow, 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 wow. And my wife is in the kitchen. She goes, shut up. I was like, but babe, wow. She goes, yeah, I know. We get it. It's really good. I was like, no, honey, wow. So I get it. I get it, living life. Um, here's the drill. Uh, patreon.com link is in the description. Patreon is a preparedness consultancy. You pay me $10 a month. I answer your questions. Okay. T. Uh, this morning we discussed bug out bag bullshit. So if you have a bug out bag or you have, uh, aspirations to have a bug out bag or aspirations to bug out, you should go check out that video on, uh, Patreon. Pastor Bill said, outstanding brief bear. Thanks. Uh, you're welcome. See, you guys always say that when I feel like, well, that's one of the worst quality productions I've ever had. We didn't talk about shit. We just bird walked all over the place. And they're like, that was the best was ever. Crazy. I'm like, thank you for lowering the bar for me so that I like I don't feel pressure to perform. You're giving Monica your lights? <laughs> no, you can't leave. Like leaving is not an option. Bob, could you uh shackle her to the desk, please? Thanks. Um <laughs> <laughs> refugemedical.com uh, we told you at the uh, outset of the brief uh, a little bit about what kind of company we are I think a lot of people don't realize uh, and this isn't tugging on heartstrings it's just a fact I don't think many people realize how much of what we do on the ministry side is funded through the refuge medical side uh, it's super real. So whether we're funding rescue operations with Caleb House or we're funding uh, grindstone operations or <laughs> most of the time we need people, uh, we need people. 
Refuge Medical goes on a skeleton cruise so we can go do ministry stuff, whether it's disaster relief, rescue, or restoration. And it's not like Refuge Medical sends their people and doesn't pay them. Yep. Refuge Medical still pays their employees and sends them to go do ministry work as another way to tithe to the Most High. Amen. So uh, the kit of the week, the cow this week, is the Adventure Kit 3.0. So this is the new Adventure Kit. Previously, there has been a molly field on the back of this with the Adventure 2.0. And what we found is the vast majority of people never use that molly field. So instead, what they did is we just put a big pocket right here. So you can put your keys, your cell phone, uh, chest seals, whatever you want to in that big pocket. And this is available bag only on the website if you just want to get the bag. This makes a great, like, messenger bag you can fit a small laptop or a tablet inside of here you can carry all kinds of stuff in here and um go ahead and open this this is of course made in america guaranteed forever and these two pockets right here and it's literally chock full of stuff each one of these two pockets is specifically designed to be able to hold two m4 magazines or one sr25 magazine uh you know 308 ar10 pattern magazine right here if you wanted to do you know hood rat stuff with this and there's there's so much stuff in this guys and girls i it'll take me 10 minutes to pull it out all out and tell you but it's everything from uh band-aids to broken bones to bullet holes the adventure kit literally does all of it as you can see our awesome little tag right here made in the usa as always guaranteed forever and so we upgraded the contents the components that are in this kit we upgraded the bag, and we didn't change the price, not one penny. So, yeah, I, is that Ranger Green? I don't know. Is this Ranger Green, Bob? Oh, okay, this is Ranger Green. Thanks for letting me know. We, we didn't used to do adventures in Ranger Green. We switched from OD to Ranger because the future is now, old man. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so for, the, for you, IR, it prints yep. homies. There you go. Those for those worried about an IR signature, it's Ranger Green, not OD Green. Um, but it it the 3.0 Adventure Kit 3.0 illustrates that we're constantly iterating and improving, um, and we want to constantly be bringing value to y'all with Refuge Medical. And so, some of the Refuge Medical staff approached me a couple of months ago with improvements to the Adventure Kit, and they said, "Hey, boss, what do you think?" I said, yeah, do it. And so we were, we've been out of stock on adventure kits for a while. These are now back in stock. We have a limited quantity of them. So if that's something you're interested in, I would strongly recommend you act this week. And I'm, I'm a zero pressure salesperson. I just, I know historically they're not going to last. So if you're interested in one, that's the adventure kit 3.0, new upgraded bag and upgraded components, same price. And as always, HSA and FSA eligible. And all the other, the greatest hits are there too. Like uh, in stock, we've got bare fact, bare minimum, SOB kit. Um, should I, because uh, I know we're about to do a big promo on the hunting stuff. Can I tell them about it? Is it? Okay, so that's going out today then, the hunting stuff. So our origin camo pattern hunting kits, the Western and the Whitetail, are both in stock. 
we will be promoting them ourselves as well as cross promoting with origin when those are gone they're gone until we you know do another run probably in the spring of 2024 they're phenomenal kits for hunting they're also really awesome gifts and the western kit is essentially a bear fact with some survival capability as well fire making and water purification and all of that so um, if you're looking for a gift for somebody or hunting season is coming up and you want to be able to match uh, your awesome origin nylock pants or your nano wool hoodie or whatever uh, we have first aid kits that coordinate because most men won't admit this but we're like especially with camouflage we're really into coordinating yeah, we are. like 100 percent so we did multi-cam day at the office today uh-huh and my multi-cam pants were dirty so my wife was like, why don't you just wear like a multi-cam shirt and not the pants? I was like, no, you don't understand. You can't just wear a camo shirt. You have to wear, you can wear just camo pants, Yep. but you can't just wear a camo shirt. Like, what am I, a sociopath? <laughs> and he's like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, That's fine. You, you don't need to. Uh, let's see. Refuge training. Uh, Pecola classes. Pecola, Oklahoma classes are live in the store. Also, they have uh, this is going to be the last class in Pecola that we're doing for at least a couple of months. So they have um, updated pricing and that price has been reduced down. It's you don't need a promo code. You don't nothing. Just it's a it's a reduced price, uh, significant savings and a really awesome class. So please come to class, refugetraining.com. Um, the RT guys and girls are really good at what they do. They've trained, uh, we've got to be pushing 4,000 people at this point in the last couple of years. They do excellent work. There's a large amount of subject matter expertise in that organization. And um, we've been told over and over and over again, by people who have come to class, people that have no medical experience and people that have a lot of medical experience. This is the best civilian medical class that I've ever seen. Well, that's high praise. Um, I saw um, on Instagram recently, there was a company, it doesn't matter who, uh, was excited to announce their brand new uh, trauma kit that they came out with. And it's, that's not really, that's not their main focus of what they do as a company. And so I left a comment on there and I was like, oof, something to the effect of, hey, I, I would not use those components. If you want to get real components, you know, get at Refuge Medical. And the person who runs that company, and I own some of their tools. Uh, it's a tool company. Uh, messaged me on Instagram, basically said, hey, dude, not cool. You know, why are you pissing in our Cheerios? You know, and trying to promote your own company. And I said, I'm not trying to promote shit. You just can't use those components. They're not going to work. Um, and we had some back and forth. And he's like, well, I think, you know, this is a good tourniquet. And I was like, it doesn't matter what you think. What matters is that I've personally broken over 100 of those. And it's not committee on TCCC recommended. And here's why that matters. And what was cool was that conversation. I spent about an hour direct messaging this guy back and forth on Instagram. That conversation turned into, let me teach you about TCCC, why this matters. And by the end of it, he was like, dude, thanks for your input. Um, And so like RT is very much so like that as well. There's a lot of subject matter expertise in RT, not just 
teaching stuff from a PowerPoint, but people who have been there and done that and have actually used this equipment to save lives in the real world, in the meat world. So um, please check out refugetraining.com. The Pecola, Oklahoma classes have a reduced price. That's what, for this week? Yeah, so um, the Pecola classes are at the end of the month, and they're about 25% off right now just to kind of – celebrate the last Pocola class like we yep. want to try to celebrate those the end of a chapter okay just got different chapters cool uh, yeah so those classes are 25 percent off right now of course calebhouse.org um which is our anti-human trafficking uh 501c3 began the process of groundbreaking bless y'all that's why there is dirt in my nostrils today uh, so thank you to everyone who supports what we do could not do it without you. Um, yeah, just if if you want to actually make a difference in anti-human trafficking, if you've seen the movies, you've seen the Instagram posts, and you want to support people who are doing something about it, calebhouse.org. Um, and when I say doing something about it, I mean doing something about it here in the United States of America. Uh, the U.S. is a difficult place to operate because there's a lot of legalities around what you can and you can't do. We don't sidestep any of those legalities. We work with law enforcement, local, state, and federal law enforcement to make sure that bad shit happens to bad people and to recover children. Um, there's a lot of other agencies and organizations that won't operate in CONUS because of those laws. Cool. And, and it's not that there aren't children in Southeast Asia that need to be rescued because there are. It's not that there aren't children in Africa that need to be rescued or in the Middle East because there are. But who's going to do something about it here? Well, we're not the only ones, but we absolutely are one of the ones, one of the few organizations that's operational in the United States to recover and restore our children here. And so thank you to everybody who supports us at calebhouse.org. And last but certainly not least, Grindstone Ministries, which is our disaster relief ministry, and the construction arm of Grindstone is building Caleb House Actual. I know that sounds a little confusing, but Grindstone has a lot of construction expertise and a lot of those relationships. So Grindstone is building the facility and then giving it at $0 to Caleb House, the organization. If you want to be involved in that, or if the spirit, only if the spirit convicts you to give. Only if I don't, I don't want your money. I don't want to strong arm you. I don't, this is between you and the most high. If you're not convicted to give, then don't, please don't. I don't, I don't want to be on the wrong side of the spirit. Grindstoneministries.com. There's online giving there. If you're convicted, you can sign up for the newsletter there to stay informed of what we've got going on or when a disaster strikes, that's where our op words go out is via the newsletter. And of course, there's swag. There's um, Caleb House t-shirts, long sleeves, hoodies, our brother Saw's facts not feeling shirt, our brother Rex's the real dope shirt, all of which go to benefit Caleb House. And as always, if uh, you want to get buzzed and support a good cause, mooserunncoffee.com. Link is in the description. Uh, get the grindstone blend. A portion of the proceeds go to benefit all of the good works that we're trying to do out there to be the hands and the feet of the Most High, understanding that the father doesn't do good stuff because of us. He does good stuff in spite of us and our flaws. And we just get to be participatory in enacting his will 
and from that come myriad blessings. That's the show for today. Thanks for tolerating all the bird walking. I appreciate y'all. I hope you have a blessed day. Shalom.